Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I am Dr. Bobby Pritt, a clinical microbiologist and the Vice Chair of Education for the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. With me today is Nicole Kang, the supervisor of our outpatient laboratory services at Mayo Clinic. Nicole played a key role in designing and implementing our new drive-up phlebotomy services for individuals needing to get a blood test for COVID-19 serology. Nicole, thank you for being here today. Yes, thank you. So let's start by talking about what a drive-up phlebotomy site actually is. Can you explain for our listeners what a drive-up phlebotomy site is and how this process works for patients and staff? I sure can. So I want to define it a little better. We're not drawing patients for a phlebotomy within their car. Um, (laughs) um, For our community practice, we needed to come up with a creative way to safely bring them back into the building for a face-to-face quick visit for blood work. Um, So we designed what we're calling a parking lot lobby. Um, In one of our downtown sites, we had um, close vicinity of a parking garage or parking ramp, which is about 50 or 100 more steps for our staff to go and call patients. So essentially, we just changed our lobby to an extension to the parking garage. So what patients will do is um, they will call and off from their cell phone and virtually check in for their lab appointment with desk operations and then remain safely in their car until lab can get their phlebotomy order ready. And then if I'm the technologist, I make another phone call to their patient's phone and say, this is Nicole from the lab, I'm ready to do your blood draw. Please go ahead and meet me at the front door. Then we'll walk out um, to the parking garage or parking lobby and greet the patient, bring them immediately back to the draw room, perform collection or simple handout container, and then we will walk them back out. Okay, so it sounds like a really interesting process. You're right, I kind of envisioned someone just putting their arm out their car window and getting it drawn, and I thought that didn't sound like a very good process. So it sounds like you have a really efficient process that still allows phlebotomy to occur within the confined laboratory space and all of the labeling and everything can uh, occur like normal, but yet there's some more layers of protection there. So let's delve into why we would want this to begin with, this drive-up phlebotomy site. Can you tell our listeners what the drivers were for having this non-traditional phlebotomy system? Our overall intention was to limit patient exposure to other patients and um, to other healthcare staff. And our community practice um, was performing virtual care, virtual visits, and some limited face-to-face care, but really reached out and challenged lab to Um, come up with a safe practice where they could still come on site to um, have their necessary diagnostics um, completed with us. This is a really different process for lab. Um, However, you know, all of us on staff recognize the need to change our practices and perform in a safe environment for patients. And really our teams, once they understood we needed to limit exposure, um, really embraced the changes of our new normal. Well, that's excellent, Nicole, and kudos to your staff for being willing to change to really make this work for our patients. So what were some of the challenges you faced when setting this service up, and how were you able to overcome them? 
Um, I think change in, in any system can be challenging at first, and maybe the pace of how rapidly we had to, you know, implement this compounded it. But really, um, the team here really rolled up their sleeves and were willing to, you know, think creatively and go beyond what our normal was. So engaging staff was, was really critical um, to launch this quickly and ask them, what are your thoughts? How can we do this? And I was really proud of how they were willing to give suggestions, be open to calling patients differently. Um, team members stepped up, even made personal phone calls to patients to make them aware of the changes. And these are our community patients, so I think they appreciated that, um, and staff appreciated the engagement of, of implementing this. So how is it going so far then? Is it working as expected? And do you think the patients and staff like the new process? I do. Um, we've been doing this for about a week and a half now. And um, comments from patients are very um, favorable. You know, they're appreciative. They thank us. They thank us for being frontline staff, first of all, but also being able to think differently and come up with this creative process. So they've verbally said that, which is reinforcing to our staff. Um, we've also looked at quality metrics and we're viewing how, how long patients are waiting in the parking lobby versus some of our patients that are still coming to us face-to-face. -face. And um, I can happily report it's only about a minute or two longer if they come in versus face-to-face um, you know, -face or a parking lot lobby. So our quality metric, metrics indicate that patient satisfaction is there and um, staff are being reinforced by patients making the comments that they're appreciative. Well, that's wonderful. It sounds like it's really working well. So again, this is Bobby Pritt. I'm having a conversation with Nicole Kang, the supervisor of our outpatient laboratory services at Mayo Clinic. And Nicole played a key role in designing and implementing this new drive up phlebotomy service. Nicole, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Dr. Pritt. Thank you so much for tuning into Answers from the Lab. If you are interested in learning more about what we discussed in this episode, please click on the website address below. Plus, be sure to subscribe to this podcast as we will continue to provide you with Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing, science, and people who are making it happen behind the scenes. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday.